Well, as technology advances, more Australians are searching online for health information. Latest research shows one in 20 Google searches are health-related, and over one million people a month are visiting the Australian healthcare website mydoctor.com.au. I thought we'd discuss the reasons for this increase in the number of online health searches. We're joined on the line by Dr Matthew Cullen. He's the Managing Director of mydoctor.com.au. Dr Cullen, thanks for your time this morning. Thank you, Michael. What's driving so many people to search online for health-related information and visit websites like yours? Healthcare is one of the sort of major concerns that all consumers or patients have, and with the evolution of the internet, they want early and immediate information to help them whether they've got symptoms or they've got a diagnosis. So it's the immediacy and also the the range of information that drives people to go online and search for health information. So are people searching for information before or after they visit their GP or healthcare professional? A bit of both, actually. So often people have a symptom, they don't know what it is, they'll go online and try to do self-diagnosis, uh, what sometimes people call Dr Google. And then uh, they'll occasionally uh, use the, an online tool to help them book an appointment. And then finally, they'll end up in the doctor, they'll get a, a diagnosis made. And then after the diagnosis is made, they'll come back online and get more information. So it sort of helps them before the consultation. Often they're armed with more information and some key questions and certainly helps them with uh, their understanding of their condition after the consultation or after the diagnosis. So what do you recommend that people do with uh, this information? Obviously, if uh, someone's gone to Google, let's say, and uh, looked up certain information about an ailment that they think they have, then they surely do need to make make sure that they do take that to a GP and uh, probably take a copy of the information they have because to make sure that they haven't misdiagnosed themselves. Sure. So self-diagnosis is a, a real risk in this area and sometimes that can be pretty alarming. People might think the worst and they'll get very anxious. So what what I would generally recommend is, sure, go online and, and search, but be really careful about looking at the quality of the site that they're getting information from. Not all online sites are of equal quality, equal thoroughness. If they do think they have some uh, symptoms or an ailment, to use your word, and they're concerned they might have something serious, uh, they should definitely go and talk to their GP, uh, walk them through what they think could be going on. Yep, by all means, print out the information. Uh, And generally, they'll be far better armed in that consultation with the GP because they'll be more informed. Sometimes they'll be ill-informed, but at least it shows that they're engaged and trying to do something about their health or their symptoms as opposed to ignoring it. Just out of interest, what have been some of the more popular searches uh, or topics on the site? Well, that's that's a really good question. It depends a bit on the, the day of the week. So on a Monday after a long weekend, we tend to see a lot of searches around alcohol and drugs. Um, people obviously doing things on the weekend that are unhealthy. Uh, then during the week, we see a lot more searches around sort of paediatric um, things. So parents might be ringing about, uh, sorry, might be going online to search around children's conditions. 
And then generically, probably the biggest area is around medication and also uh, the dosage of medication that they should be on and conditions that are quite common, such as glandular fever. So it sort of varies, really, uh, depending on the time of time of of day and the day of the week. What has been the reaction by uh, healthcare professionals to your company providing this sort of information both online and I think it's provided also in uh, waiting rooms for GPs? Nowadays, doctors realise that patients go online to search for information and so do doctors. I mean, doctors may also use the internet to help them with information and even if they're... and other, other activities in their life. So I think it's become really common practice. The trick is to make sure that the provider of the information is high quality and all the information has been properly reviewed. Our site does that. There are a number of other Australian websites that are of high quality as well. And also to make sure that it's got an Australian context. There are differences in medicines from country to country. There are differences in practices. So ideally going online and searching for medical information, look for a high-quality Australian website, look for something that seems to be thorough and properly vetted and uh, has some sort of badge of quality assurance, Or and then I think you should generally be on the right track. And doctors, honestly, I mean, I'm a doctor, uh, patients come to me, and uh, I actually think it improves the consultation. If they've done the work beforehand, they've looked up material, they're more interested and more educated. Um, It's no different to booking travel. I mean, if you're going to book a travel holiday, if you've done your research beforehand, looked at where your potential destination, um, then I think you're more likely, if you happen to engage with a travel agent or even if you book a travel online, you're going to get a better result. So it's sort of analogous to that, I think, sort of similar. We've got a fair few uh, listeners uh, in uh, regional and uh, remote uh, areas. I assume that uh, increasing people's uh, health knowledge can uh, benefit these sorts of listeners uh, more broadly and there could be some benefits here for the for the health system as a whole because we always know that governments talk about the health system being a bottomless pit, whether it be at a state or federal level, constantly uh, needing to be replenished uh, with funding. I was just wondering the differences between uh, city people that access these sorts of services and people in regional and remote areas. first comment I'll make is about regional and remote. There are certain conditions that are more common in certain parts of the country than in other parts of the country. So the content tries to pick that up. Secondly, there's also seasonal differences. So, I mean, winter in... Victoria and Tasmania regionally more likely to be having you know high rates of influenza, for example, or flu, whereas in the Northern Territory, uh, in, you're less likely to see those changes. The other question you asked about the healthcare system being a bottomless pit, so true. What we do know, and that's why I think my doctor and online healthcare is a great aid, is that if patients know more about their health, they know more about their condition, they're more empowered, they're more likely to get a better outcome in their consultation, which should improve their health, which should improve the efficiency of our healthcare system. So a big part of what we do with My Doctor and our patient programs we run in GP waiting rooms is all about education in the belief that that should drive better patient outcomes and a better healthcare system. 
outcome. And there's actually a lot of research to support that as well. Now, uh, Dr Cullen, um, just before I let you go, I know that uh, you've worked in the health arena for quite a long time. I am interested in your thoughts uh, about the future of uh, online health and uh, what we can expect, let's say, in the next three to five years, given that technology is moving at such a rapid pace. Yeah, it's fascinating. Who would have thought that right now, today, there are about 100,000 healthcare apps you can download? And I just see that as just one area where increasingly that's going to become a big part of what we do. And those apps help support people with diabetes. They help to remind people to take their medication. They help people to monitor their asthma. I mean, there's all sorts of tools that are being developed to support people's health from a technology point of view and online and apps is one area. Another example, I think, is more and more we're going to see online healthcare consultations. So. In the same way you go online to buy goods in some way, shape or form, increasingly I think we'll see a system where you can have a consultation with a GP online, be it using uh, some sort of equivalent of um, Skype uh, online or uh, it could be via voice. And ultimately I think the Medicare system will fund that. I mean, they're two good examples. There are many, many more, but... The, the digitization of healthcare is is got a lot uh, of upside for the consumer, and I think also to improve the efficiency of healthcare, but also particularly in rural and regional areas where access, as we know, to healthcare is poorer. And the more technology can bridge that gap, the more that should well should will improve um, the health of for people who struggle to get access for a face-to-face consultation. Well, Dr Cullen, there's some very good insights there. Thank you very much for your time this morning. Thank you, Michael. Very much appreciated. That was Dr Matthew Cullen. If you'd like more information, you can visit the website mydoctor.com.au.